Shock Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults, by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon FXBG Public Radio or its sponsors. For additional information, please refer to the, U- the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. So, hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman, and with me in the studio is Nick from Below the Deck. Nick as always. Nick as always. Nick as always. So, um, yeah, a Hill Hippie couldn't make it today, so uh, if you listen exclusively for him... I don't like you either, <laughs> but uh, Hill Hippie should be here next week, and I think he's going to be here for Otherland Dreams later tonight, so keep an eye out for him. Yeah, so, yeah, we usually start with our weekends. How was your weekend, Nick? Oh, uh, it was fun. It's fun. It, it does seem really funny because we do the shows on Fridays, too, and now it's Tuesday, so I kind of get it mixed up sometimes where I don't realize it's the weekend, but yeah, yeah it is... Um, it was nice out though. The yeah. change of weather, at least Absolutely. for this for this week, has not been hot as it's after, been. Yeah, after a heat wave, yeah, it was real nice this so, weekend. Getting ready for fall, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Always. Absolutely. What'd you get into? Uh, you know, I worked and stuff like that. Ah, oh, boring stuff. Yeah. Normal person. Yeah, normal person. <laughs> normal person stuff. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah, that's what you, you know. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. We're getting old, man. There's not a lot to do on the weekends unless you have events or something, you know, especially yeah. with the line of work we do. Like, hey, I'm out at a show or I'm at home. <laughs> yeah. It is not. Doing a show or at home. Yeah. Yeah. Writing a show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still working on it either way. That's the big thing. That's what people don't know that goes in the, the backside of that. I've been working on this all weekend. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, be sure to tune in to uh, Blow the Deck and uh, get more in depth with uh, – Nick, as always, 7.30 p.m. tonight. Absolutely. Right after the show. Yeah, right after the show. After an hour break so we can have a cigarette and so forth. God to smoke. (laughs) Gets me through the podcast. Oh, you know it. Okay, so uh, let's get right into the show. What do you say? Yes, sir. All right, so um, here's a little segment I want to call It Had to Have Happened. (laughs) Okay. All right, and uh, if you like it, be sure to email me at uh, madman at fxbgpr.com and uh, tell me you liked it. Maybe I'll start doing this more. All right, so it had to have happened where Weird Al Yankovic called up D. Snyder and said, Hey, D. Snyder, I'd like to use your song. Yeah. And D. Snyder says, like, we're not going to bake it, like, with cookies or cakes. He's like, no, D. No. I was going to use it in a polka medley. <laughs> and D. Snyder goes, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, seriously, D. And then D. Snyder says, well, how about we're not going to fake it? Right. Oh, because then we're not going to make it. Yeah, we're not going to okay, take it. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, then Weird Eye Inkovic says to him, um, just let me handle the parody game, okay, D? I'm not over here telling you how to apply eyeshadow, am I right? Oh, man. <laughs> make fun of somebody while you're asking questions. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, D. would finally caved in and gave in to Al. Uh, and gave him the rights to do the song. Oh, wow. It had to have happened because he did it in a polka medley. And then you know what he did right after that? He he, he hangs up with D. Snyder and he picks up the phone and calls Tina Turner. Tina Turner! I want to put your hit song in a polka medley. And Tina Turner says, get the fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> and then he has to go through the whole process again. And there's one song, it's a polka medley of a bunch of 80s hits. Right. That he did. And he had to call each and every one of those artists. And ask for permission to put their song in a polka medley. 
And then they, the artist would be sitting there is like, are you going to make it about food? Are you going to make it, you know, are you going to make a cool little rhyme? Is it going to be? You've heard the old ones. So you kind of know where <laughs> yeah. it's going. So they'd use like, no, I'm just going to use your lyrics and your, your tune in a right. poker medley. And they're like, ah, I don't give a shit. Yeah. So it had to have happened. Did you, have you heard this song? Is it out yet or is this, it's in the yeah, works? Yeah, this was done in the 80s, dude. He already did it? Oh, yeah. so this is one of his older songs. Yeah, wait, this is back in the 80s. He did like, I forget what it's called. Oh, like a, this this had to have happened. Yeah, if I had my computer in front of me. I, I have your computer. Yeah. <laughs> I, could, I, could, I could research what it was, but he does like uh, Owner of a Lonely Heart. He's like, so he had to call Yes and I, shit like he that. He called Michael Jackson at one point. They Absolutely. definitely had to call somebody over you can't, there yeah, to you do can't, that. You can't make uh, Eat It. Yeah, eat it. You know, that without, was why everybody without Michael Jackson knowing about it. Everybody's food thing. That's why. Oh, I don't want to do a food song. Just eat it, eat it. That's what I made, but you know, like Prince. But and you got to think, Weird Al's style, as funny as it is, and like as it is a joke, you got to respect the fact that like it actually comes out like a real song. Like yeah. you know the parody whenever you hear it too. You know the real song, but the parody, you're like everybody knows eat it. Well. Even in those polka medleys, you know, he's using polka instruments, but he's playing the song. Yeah. He's playing We're Not Gonna Take It on like an accordion, <laughs> you know, and and it's awesome. And if you have a, like a, any kind of musical knowledge, if you play any musical instruments or something like that, you know how he's he's actually playing the music, yeah. but with different instruments. It's and, so complex. And he's That's layering what... his own vocals and shit like that for it. As funny as it is, it's super complexly done. You're like, and that's why I guess maybe he's a little bit more popular than some of the other people who have tried to do Because he's so incredibly musically talented. I mean, and, and it shows in his music. I mean, making a parody, I mean, you could say it's like you're, you're like a tracer on a comic book or something right. like that. You know, you're just a tracer. Well, because the other guys did it. Um, the guy from Saturday Night Live. They don't Adam do, Sandler? No, uh, the guy from, uh, he was in the Dag stunt movie or whatever. He's the, oh, he's and, the goofball. Andy Sandler. Andy, yeah. He, they have like the raps, but they're not covers. Oh, right. So they're like making, making joke raps, but it's not actual covers. When you're yeah. like, this was a real put together piece of music and you changed the words, used the beats and really made something that is the same as that, which is funny. You know, uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody, the Queen song? Yes. That's uh, an incredibly complicated piece of music. And Weird Al Yankovic uh, put out a song called Bohemian Polka. And I have to tell you. Going? And I have to tell you. he, Yeah, I mean, he kills it. Yeah. He kills it. And so, I mean, that's an incredibly hard song, and he does it with polka instruments in a I polka thought- beat and shit. He did the, um, didn't he do Gangster's Paradise? The mm. Coolio one, too? Um, Amish Paradise. Yeah, that was, that is pretty clever. It, it really, really funny. Like, you see the one where, uh, yeah, I'm just too wide and nerdy. I'm just too wide and nerdy. Yeah. It's brilliant. He's still doing this shit. He did the one, I'm tacky. Off That's of, for I all Williams, happy. Yeah, I didn't know that he was still doing it. That's why I was like, anybody at this point, that's why I was wondering when you were telling a story about older time, but I was like, if if Weird Al calls you, like, at this point, you're like... You're you're famous. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Yeah, well, you wouldn't say no, though, He because he's on that level of, like, right. he's never... He's not making fun of the songs. He's just no. making a joke about a different your song. song. Yeah, that has nothing to do with like. Well, I mean, with artists like Prince and stuff like that, who said no to him, Paul McCartney, you know, right. artists who said no to him. Right. You know, it makes me wonder. Um, 
is like, don't you understand? It's like when Weird Al Yankovic wants to parody your song, you've made it. You are like the pinnacle. And it's 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 like imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. Right. Some in many people ways. don't take it that way is what I think. It's like, oh, I'm too cool to be made fun of. And oh, you're like, it's, it's not like, making fun of you. It's the song. It's a joke. It's like Prince you. saying, I, I take my art very seriously. Well, your Prince was a weird ass dude, though. Yes. In general, like I feel like that would be the guy who was definitely saying no to everything. Like, do you want to do a Head and Shoulders commercial? No, I no. don't take showers. In, no, in front of cameras, I take showers in the midst of waterfalls. Yeah. And, the waterfalls. Yeah, and, like what? The waterfalls in, in, in Minnesota. Yeah, in Minnesota, <laughs> the Lake Minnetonka waterfall showers. Like, just, <laughs> everything is just over the top. You know, yeah. he changed. That's coming from a guy who changed his name like three or four times. But Paul McCartney, I don't get because I mean, he ended up selling all his shit to Michael Jackson. Every, so be, yeah, yeah, they own everything in specific. And shout out to Sony or whoever owns that now because somebody's getting a lot of money from all of that. Mm-hmm. I would love to own Michael Jackson's catalog. It's not what we're talking about, but damn. Also, though, the parody with getting him, dude, that that right away. I think with having Michael Jackson let you do one, like, the other people, that, just kind of like, you That know. put him on the map. That put Weird Al on the map. Right. Before that, he had done another one, uh, Rides the Bus, uh-huh. from Queen, you know, another <laughs> one, Bites the Dust. And, uh, but, I mean, that kind of, like, really, that was like on Dr. Demento. He did that. This is going way back to the radio show, Dr. Demento. Right. You know, so I don't know about you, old. but this is what I grew up on. Yeah, I did. I, I loved good. radio for a long time. I actually had the Weird Al record cd this is not called a record that's what made it sound way older it was cd though of the will that weird out with i'm fat and the whole like we had the actual cd even worse we bought it yeah we bought it like so i definitely have heard it like the whole thing like from front to back that was 90s you didn't skip like you obviously bought cds to hear the one song you wanted to right you listened to the whole thing it's only thing you had someone's ringing the doorbell and i'm just like we're doing a podcast there's no way i'm coming to the door yeah they're really trying to sell us something. Yeah, Somebody's baseball team is trying to get jerseys yeah, this I year. Guess. I, You're not getting them from here. No, no, <laughs> absolutely. We're in the middle of a podcast. Sorry. Yeah, doing Sorry. stuff. I hope it's not EK locked out. You didn't lock the door when you came in, did you? No. Okay. There's a back door. Everybody that knows that's supposed to be here right now would have came in the studio today. Also, EK lives here. He has the key to the house. I'm pretty sure. I know he does. I was going to say, I would hope so. If anybody has a key to the house, I would hope it would be him. The one guy who doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and move on to this next topic. What else you got? I was flipping through the channels the other day, and I came across Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, dude, I love that movie. I do, too. I did, too. But um, Uh I have a few questions that have always churned in the back of my mind about this movie. Okay. All right. About to ruin um, everyone's childhood. Yes, I am. I'm gonna ruin your childhood. <laughs> it's what I do here. If it's not labyrinth, I'm ruining. I feel, yeah, yeah. If it's <laughs> not labyrinth. I already was thinking. That's yeah. already in my mind. Okay, so at what point? At what point in the artistic process does a tune come to life? This is what. This is a question I kind of want to know. Um, there's no tunes that are made of lead and graphite, just little sketches running around. They're all completed. They're all colored, unless they're black and white. But even then, they're shaded and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. they're monochrom- monochromatically colorized. Yeah. But you don't see any doodles walking around. Also, um, do tunes have to be drawn life-sized? Like, did somebody draw a three-and-a-half-foot rabbit to make Roger Rabbit so that they can film a cartoon? 
I wonder. Where does it, where does life start for these tunes? That's what I want to know. I mean, everyone's all about the debate about like uh, when does life begin, conception and stuff like that. I want to get to the bottom of this tune thing because this is even more convoluted, if well, you ask me. If you put it in that sense of the term, if you'd say inception would probably be the idea of you creating it. You know what I mean? Because you know as a creator sometimes you don't have specifically the character drawn, but you already have a storyline or a backing for that character. Where you're like, I don't know who, you know, maybe like casting with movies where you're like, I don't know who this is going to be, but this is the but person. that's what I mean. If you don't have a backstory for the character and you don't well, have. They a, did. They made Roger Rabbit. But say the first time he drew Roger Rabbit. Right. He didn't have any background. It was like, I don't know what his personality is like or anything like that. And then he jumps off the celluloid or something like that. And then he's just like this blank character. But, but that's the thing. Saying, do you think need it, input or something. Do you think, though, that he drew it first? Or do you think he was like, man, what about this crazy movie about some sort of thing? And it could have been like it depends. watching Mickey Mouse, where you're like, what if there was a life-sized mouse? And then but that's like, what I mean. Everything Wait, that's- I want a rabbit. Everything that's not everything that is drawn doesn't necessarily have a character behind it already. Right. So I mean, at what point in the process? And I don't think it's like when you do it in pencils. All right. What I think is that you have to do do the inks and you have to do the colorization. All right. And at at that point, that's when they come to life. That's the only thing I can I can narrow it down to. But then again, did somebody sit there and draw a five foot five version of Jessica Rabbit? So Somebody put- definitely did, so they could put their dick in it, but not. Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. That's I'm making a stupid. Joke. That's a very I, valid point. But that was if somebody did make a life size one, that was the reason. That was the reason it. why. Yeah, not what they used it for after, but you're like somebody. 100%. So think about. So think about the twisted dude that drew the first Betty Boop. Why oh, do you, all of them? Why do you, Why do you make Roddy draw that? Because he was thinking about like, hey, big titties somebody happy character i don't know that's a big thing you just made me think about something way different because roger rabbit came out in well like 91 94 94 like that how did they make that now that you're asking me about like the life-size drawing like how did they put that much cgi into a movie well it's they didn't have no. like it wasn't as good as it is now. Like, but that movie is well shot. Yeah. It's overlays, man. Oh, they made Space it's, Jam too. It's, yeah, it's done in the right. yeah. It's done in the old classic way they do things. They, they say, didn't it's not do the green yeah. screen type no. deal where you're like no. doing that. So maybe they didn't. It's they o- did overlays for the, uh, the the live action shots. Yeah, that's that's clever, man. Shout out to whoever thought of that. Also. No, you got to think with the people drawing, though, wise, is fantasy. You know what I mean? If you see a lot of female cartoon characters. That's what I mean. Super fantasy wise, where you're like, they got nice boobs or super fit bodies wearing this little outfit. That's perv stuff. Yeah. Same thing with Betty Boop. That's a cross between like a flapper and Shirley Temple. Isn't that What kind of perv created uh, Betty Boop? Have you ever seen anime? Absolutely. That is literally part of it. Like yeah. a big part of it is like make sure her boobs are popping out of her yeah. shirt or we're like uh Pokemons. Anyway, so here's my question about uh like Betty Boop, because like why was she selling cigarettes? I mean she said she said obviously, you know, work's been slow since cartoons went to color, but did she really need to get a job? Do cartoons eat? Do they drink? Do they need to pay rent? Do they need to sleep? The guy doing the voice does, or the girl doing the voice in that case. I guess. Probably does. So who lends the voice to the character? 
to the tune. And do they walk away? Like if you do the voice, if you're like Mel Blanc or something like that, do you do all the voices for all the cartoon characters? And and then um, all of a sudden a cartoon gets created and it has your voice. And the next thing you know, that cartoon, that tune is working, is taking your voiceover gigs. Is that how it can work? I think so. Now that you just mentioned that, I never thought about that. Because another funny part about that is there are people that we recognize as Roger Rabbit or so. Who played that role? You're right. Who's the voice of, of this character? You don't even know. And you're 100% could quote like parts of Roger Rabbit or Jessica Rabbit and this whole thing. You're like, who was that? You never know, but you're like, no, it was Jessica Rabbit from Roger Rabbit. You're like, that is just like, that was a person. Who, like, yeah. Who are the elements of that character? Nobody ever asked about exactly. that, especially from older stuff where you just like, like who was Mickey Mouse? Exactly. So, I mean, the very first to- time a tune leaped off the celluloid and into the real life, that animation studio uh, should have uh, like, lost their shit they should have just lost their minds and called up every other animator in the world and tell them not to create life arbitrarily right all right but that didn't happen people kept on birthing tunes to the point where los angeles is overrun with them okay to the point it got to the point where somebody had to go behind the acme factory and draw an entire landscape draw an entire city in order to segregate the tunes from the humans isn't this messed up? Yeah, it sounds a little bit tunist. Yeah, so I think that <laughs> I think the more I think about this is, is the more I'm on Judge Dude's Doom side because you know Toontown has to be destroyed. You want to get rid of it? Yeah, L.A. in the '40s is messed up, man. I thought Acme, though. I mean, it in general was the worst thing ever. And but in my defense, like we grew up on it, which made us the kind of fucked up people we are, based off of the fact, like. Hey, I'm about to chase my friend around a big ass map and I'm going to try to throw an anvil on his ass. And now like when you're like, oh, ha ha, it's funny to fuck with your friends or like, right. you know, like, oh, boy. they had guns. TNT was a big part of the exactly. a lot of explosive. Family. Yeah, it was TNT specific. They make fireworks. That, whole, that, whole, that whole final scene in that movie takes place in the Acme factory. There's yeah. not one stick of dynamite in there. Get out of town. There are 100 percent. And that's what they use. Coyote uses dynamite almost every episode. Every, every episode. That he's got. Elmer Fudge carried a gun around. Yeah. It was just part of well, his I'll, costume. I'm, I'll come back around to that. So, uh, yeah, L.A. in the 40s was messed up. Not only were the tunes out of control and no one was regulating the creation of them. <laughs> But they were uh, also dismantling mass transit in favor of highways to sell more tires or something. Really? Yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's the subplot Just of that movie. He's, like, he's talking about Cloverleaf. Uh-huh. Cloverleaf being the like a interstate intersection is like a Cloverleaf. Oh, you're subliminally. That makes yeah. sense. Can I go back? Well, that actually quick? happened in L.A. It's like during that time, yeah, they were starting to remove mass transit. From Los Angeles, so you they all were doing subliminal yeah. messages in the because really that's happening. the answer for the Betty Boop. Because if you remember, in the late eighties, early nineties, maybe they banned you letting to uh, promote cigarettes mm-hmm. on like advertisements. They're like you can't right, advertise cigarettes. Yeah. Philip Morris and part of their deal with them made the deal to make the truth commercials. Yeah. So yeah. they're like, we can't talk about selling cigarettes, but we're going to talk about you not smoking yeah. cigarettes. Like, yeah. don't do still, it. We're still in the conversation. They're bad. Yeah. And that's where the Betty Boop came in too, where you're like, 
Oh, well, she's my jobs are so strikes. bad. I'm yeah. selling cigarettes now. And you're like, we're not allowed to talk about it. You're like, that's a cartoon. <laughs> kind of the way, you know, like Family Guy gets away with it. Where you're like, oh, how mad are you going to be that Peter Griffin said something? Where you're like, he's not an actual person. That to- show is so offensive. And people in this culture and stuff like that are are up in arms about any kind of like offensive tweet and stuff like that. But fi- Family Guy's still on the Because on it's TV. a cartoon. Nobody puts, like we were saying, nobody puts the voice actually to the character. Where you're like Seth MacFarlane does like, you know, half the voices right, on right. the show or whatever. Nobody uh-huh. creates the show. Nobody puts him as like, you are Peter Griffin. They're like, that's a yeah, that's, Peter Griffin's that's a character. Peter. Yeah. Everybody knows Peter. It's He's just like, Peter. Yeah. So it's, it's really I don't know funny. why that's okay anyway. Yeah. I guess because you're, like you're saying though, because like in them, they've drawn a line to where Toon World we can speak yeah. through these characters and nobody's looking at specifically right. us. And that is a big thing, which is funny because nobody does think about that. Now let's talk about Benny the Cab. Okay. All right. Do you think like an animator just woke up one morning and his car didn't start and he said, fuck it. I'm going to draw myself a car. I'm going to draw myself a maniacal tune vehicle. And let me ask you something. What is the purpose of drawing or creating a tune shoe? You remember the tune that got dipped? The tune shoe that got dipped uh-uh. in the movie. Oh, like oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah, like yeah. millennials that like have flashbacks to that scene. Right. No, like I was but, just uh, I know you're talking about Roger Rabbit again. That's yeah. why I was thinking about something else. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, because they Why making... would you create that thing? The singing sword, I understand. I can understand why you'd make that. But this cartoon shoe, I don't get it. I think I mean one thing people might have been on drugs. One is my best guess for anybody being like overly creative. I'm like, that fool's on drugs. Like always like what you thought about a shoe coming to life in a movie. You're like, yeah, that guy's on drugs. Yeah, uncre- but- <laughs> uncreative people say that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that guy's crazy as but shit. But what kind of twisted but- animator drew baby Herman? There's it- a million, dude, if you think about it, I guess you gotta think once the idea starts to formulate you know what i mean you've been there where you're like it's spiraled out where you're like this is already wild fair enough but this is already wild you're like yo can you add something to it and you're like what if a shoe came to life it's not entertainment it's living all right this is the whole point this is it's a living thing this is the whole point of why i'm upset about this aspect of who framed roger rabbit okay because uh think about this it's like nobody seemed to care about these tunes. I mean, they segregated them. They was all right and everything like that. And so, I mean, they should have had Senate hearings and laws pushed through Congress and shit. I mean, it would have been chaos in L.A. I mean, Woody Woodpecker would be sleeping in Griffith Park. Uh, Foghorn Leghorn would be living under a bridge and begging for change. I'll say, I'll say, do you, can you spare a dime, sir? I know, I know, I know who you're talking about. I, I, know, I know you got some change in your pocket, sir. They all, though, I mean, all of it was. Imagine this world, though. Tom the Cat would be running a glaring. With uh, Garfield and uh, Heathcliff and what was uh, the the cat from uh, the other cat? Garfield. Yeah, Garfield. N- Normal or whatever. Oh, Norm. Oh, Normal. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I remember yeah. that there is another. Yeah, guy. he's running glaring over at Kenneth Hahn. Jerry and his family is living in your walls. You drive down the road and you see Yosemite Sam getting arrested for not having a weapons permit. Elmer Fudd out in the woods, With a gun, you know, yeah. is no like you don't have license. no hunting license. What, yeah, what time of year is it? You just allowed to hunt rabbits every time is rabbit season. No, let me sure. ask. Let me ask you about those tune guns. I mean, surely those 
require some sort of regulation in the state of California. After all, think about the gun that Eddie Valiant had. All of them were sentient bullets. There should be regulation about that. You got to think, though, most of the guns that were used in the cartoons had malfunctions. So they probably weren't mass produced because if you've ever seen, you know, Elmer or Bugs Bunny tie the gun around somebody or you shoot the gun and then like the top blew up on yourself and you're like a musket or something. And what kind of gun is that? It's a horrible guns. Pretty pretty crappy gun yeah it's like balloon guns like oh you yeah, just twisted were... it around or whatever you needed it to do <laughs> you just it did it hey you're around the corner shooting you and then there was one specific one though on the bugs bunny the guy that people don't remember you remember there was a mafia guy and he, hey uh we're gonna come in here they had a tommy gun his eyes weren't yeah. open but he had a tommy gun yeah. always hey we're gonna blah, blah, blah. it's like in a Tommy gun. Somebody's drawing these cartoon guns and some and, and like arming these tunes. Yeah. You think Toontown team needs to be taken out. Disarm Disarm Toontown. <laughs> I think we're gonna, gonna have be a hard time. A, there's gonna be a tune insurgency. You wait, you wait. Dude, are you trying to take away tune guns so you never know what happened? I seen the mask. He had a my Tommy gun down, and then it was like a balloon animal yeah. or something. That's what I feel like that's the middle ground of cartoons. In like in real life, like Space Jam, super cartoony. Um, Roger Rabbit, super cartoony. The mask was like a cartoon that came Absolutely. to life in the whole character, but yeah. that was what it would look like, which is why that's probably the only one that they've made. Where you're like, what if you made cartoons in the real life? And you're like, it'd be pretty fucking weird. And yeah, crazy. And that's what that's when it starts to get weird because you're like, this is a cartoon, entertaining. This is me thinking about you making this in real life and turning this into a real thing. A little bit more fantasy involved in that. A lot you know? more creative. Because they do that with the, um, you've seen that, that VR stuff on the internet where they got like fake, like uh, people doing adult scenes. It's They're like cartoons. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they make, somebody's drawing that. It's not even like, that's what you're saying in general of cartoon wise, but somebody drew this. That's what I mean. Multiple scenes too, because even back in the day, it's worse because you had to draw every single, like every single step, every step was drawn. So that's what I mean. And you brought up like anime earlier. It's like, think about it. It's like, um, if, if that kind of thing was going on in Toontown in the forties, would, um, do you think in like, if you're in the anime, all those creatures and weird, weird-looking people that they drew ever came right. to life in Japan? Maybe. I mean, you had to have seen some. Well, Korea. I'm sure no, Korea's big on it, too. Japan is, too. I think Pokemon was from Japan. And they had... Yeah. Pokemon was, like, the biggest one with having fake creatures. That That's were like what I mean. Pokemon being real? Of, like, maybe they seen something that we haven't seen before. It's like, can you imagine getting on a train in Japan and you're seeing, like, a Bulbasaur going after a Pikachu? Here's a big thing that I'm going to say that's going to be controversial, and I'm going to say it anyway. We dropped a nuclear bomb on Japan, so some of those, some shit over there might be fucked up. They might have seen a Pikachu. <laughs> I don't know what nuclear fallout does, but there might have been like, yo, this rat looks like a cat, and I think this motherfucker's yeah, on electricity. I, I, or fed, I fed it some candy, and it changed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was messed up for the reason, but I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know, you know, that's how in superhero movies things happen. There has to be like a super catastrophic event or like you were in the tube when you weren't supposed to be when it blew up and i feel like maybe maybe they have seen some shit 
Because there's a lot of people who are into that, and nobody ever seemed to think it was weird. And then you just told me this, and what I thought was is perved out. Is because yeah. how long are you going to sit and draw the same drawing over and over before yeah. you start drawing boobs on it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just as a, I mean, at as a guy, point, maybe. But at some like, point, it's pervy. I got to put some, some boobs on here. Because you're drawing stick figures or whatever, and you're like, you know, I've been drawing this picture for like five hours, same yeah. over one step in front of the other. Yeah. You know what would be way better? An upskirt shot of Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. yeah, if it had some boobs on it, I would really like to draw this every time I see it. So you're like, all right, put some boobs on. Great figure, nice boobs. And then you're like, what is it? You're like, it's a rabbit woman. You're like, oh. You're going to make it in the real life? You're like, yeah, well, the guy in the movie's going to get to meet her. And Anyway, so uh, we're getting about the halfway mark. He'll hippie walked in. Looks like he's filthy. Absolutely. Always. He looks like he's filthy. Dirty. I can't see him. Well, I... I got somebody to replace you. I saw that. Yeah. Just for today. Just for today. And uh, anyone who is listening just for you, anyway, they're, they're not listening by now anyway. So. No, at least one. Okay. <laughs> well, Shout out to our listener in England. <laughs> Hello, mate. Since, since you're not listening. <laughs> Across the pond. So uh, I want to take a second to remind you to go over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash radio. Uh, over there, you can become a patron for as little as three dollars a month. Um, also, you can become an advertiser, and if you become an advertiser, you can get an advertising spot here on every show of Shock Monkey Radio and some other shows, uh, Dizzy Thoughts and uh, FXPG Pirate Gamers. So, uh, yeah, go over to patreon.com slash Shock Monkey Radio, become a patron. I'm not shouting anybody out on any of my shows, um, solo. Yeah, absolutely. No, oh, make sure Madman Lowercase too on the YouTube. Yeah, that's where absolutely. you guys check out all the videos. We got some funny stuff on there too. I heard last week you had somebody bust in here. So yeah, uh, uh, crazy. Headline. You remember that guy? Um, I told you about that was emailing me for like two months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mo Key, Mo Key, he showed up. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. So far, I told of that. you it was like we made fun of him. We were like, <laughs> I think it was like three weeks ago. We were out out back and uh, we we're just joking and smoking. And um, I was like, Cigarettes. yeah, this guy is so confused. He thinks that we're shocking monkeys. And that's that's the reason <laughs> that's the for the title. name of the show. And it's so, I mean, I've just, and he came in and we had to spend like 15, 20 minutes, like explaining to him. It's like, it's just a, like a metaphor. It's like, it's we're like shock jock radio, but we also like monkeys because it's the only thing I could draw to make for a symbol. It's a clever symbol. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only kind of thing I could draw is a monkey head. Oh, like, I know. That's where my logo came from. And the little panda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> circle, circle, That's, circle. Yeah. That is good. Uh, so you got news for this week? I, I do, but uh, I do want to promo your stuff. I mean, you got... Uh, Below the Deck is on right after this show, 7.30 p.m. on fxbgpublicradio.com. I'm Nick, as always, your host. We promote local independent artists from... I guess now around the country, uh, let's just talk about local independent music and people that are getting their starts out. Tonight, we got Tata Prince on, uh, happens to be John Legend's nephew, so guys, check out his project. Um, right Side Radio is on Friday nights that we do here with the Madman, and also Dizzy Thoughts is on Friday. That's um, 6.30 to 7.30, right after Gridlock Groove. And then uh, 8 to 9, we got Dizzy Thoughts. And obviously, you can catch Madman on both of those shows. Dizzy Thoughts is more 
uh, part of that show based off of the fact that they, if you follow this station, you already have seen some of those videos. Yeah, you got to you gotta <laughs> go over there. You search for Ace Bully on YouTube. Yeah, Ace Bully on YouTube, uh, Right Side Radio on YouTube, and Madman Lowercase on YouTube. All those guys got their channels on there. I'm just part of that stuff on Fridays. Yeah, but Tuesdays, I'm uh, killing it on Below the Deck. Anyway, so let's get into the news worth knowing. What do you say? Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear about this Andrew Luck stuff? Oh, man, I yeah. definitely, yes. All right, well, let me get into the story. Uh, Andrew Luck's decision to retire from the NFL, followed by uh, Indianapolis Colts fans booing the quarterback over the weekend, spurred emotional reactions from players around the league on Monday. Luck, who is 29, announced his retirement Saturday after the Colts' preseason game against the Chicago Bears. However, ESPN's report of the decision broke during the game, which led fans booing him, uh, booing the quarterback as he left Lucas Oil Stadium, potentially for the final time. Uh, Green Bay Packers star Aaron Rodgers called the report and the reaction disgusting. Well, the surprise was obviously uh, f- the first emotion, Rodgers says during an interview during Sirius XM Mad Dog Sports Radio on Monday. Uh, but I think the second is a little disgust, maybe at the way it was handled. Him getting booed, the word leaking out the way it did. I thought it was a little disgusting because here's a guy who's making a quality of life decision. Mm-hmm. Rogers also commended Luck on being unselfish in his decision and for not uh, getting paid to be the injured uh, to be on the injury reserve during the season. Uh, David DeCastro, a two-time All-Pro offensive lineman for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who uh, roomed with Luck while the two played at Stanford, said he wasn't too surprised by his former bunkmate's decision to retire, uh, but didn't appreciate the Colts fans raining down booze at the end of the game. Yeah, it's just sad. Yeah, it's just sad. DeCastro said to the uh, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, people treat us like we're circus animals. I mean, it comes with the territory with being anybody in public figures. He's obviously, you know, doing a radio show and stuff like different things come down. The biggest thing is that his decision was a business decision that was best for his team. So you as like, I'm a Colts fan, I want you to sit here and take money instead of like, hey, we need to get a new quarterback. You're probably going to need money to get that. I'm not playing. But the, here's the thing. I can retire. So that is professionally for the team. I mean, it's good for the team for them. and it's good for him. Right. That's what I mean. It's like, and people, people don't understand. It's like, it's like they said, you know, it's like people think we're circus animals. Just play. We saw you to play. Yeah. We pay you to play. And these guys deal with like, you know, all sorts of broken uh, broken legs, ankles, brain injuries, yeah, brain traumatic concussions, real brain injuries, concussions on like on the basis. regular, yes, like on the reg. Yeah, that's why they're crazy. <laughs> and so, in at twenty nine years old, if you make a decision that say like, look, I want to live a normal life. I don't want to be like, uh, like Muhammad Ali was at the end, right? You know, yeah. Because I mean, uh, take Joe Rogan. I guess I, I watched a video earlier of him, so he's on my mind. No, but at a point, he says, "It's like I'm not going to be fighting anymore." And it's like I, you know, this is dangerous. It's it, you know, can work on your body, work on your mind. Right. And so I'm I'm getting out of that. I mean, still going to train, obviously. Why not? You know, spar a little bit. Why right. not? But I mean, you know, fighting hardcore like that, and basically NFL is like that. You you see them wearing all those pads and helmets and stuff like matter. that, but it's still. There's a That's reason. How, yeah, yeah. The that concussion. You, have pads on. you can have like a um a giant dome around your head and smash it I, into a wall and it's not going to stop your brain from slamming into the side of your skull. I would like That's to what a concussion. Tell you a really funny story which is something I say on a regular. Me and my brother were watching a football game 
Redskins, no shout out, but just that's my team. But uh, Troy Aikman, one of the quarterbacks from the old quarterback from the Cowboys who has had more concussions, apparently, like, league, like they say more concussions than most uh, old NFL players. He saw somebody get hit on a thing, and his response was, you can't blow a guy's chin up like that. And <laughs> we laughed so hard about it. Like, you can't blow a guy up like that. But I was like, he was really thinking, like, in general, like, you're going to hurt somebody yes. coming from a guy who's been punished hurt. and with the game. Like, I'm part of this game. Yeah, That right there is dangerous, like, from what I saw that's watching I mean. someone else go through it. And that's a real thing. Absolutely. And the biggest thing is that what – if you're not able to contribute to the team, what is the point of everybody being mad that you're not on it? I can't play I think like it's the retirement. I think it's like people and and they react. Well, they think that he's going. Oh, you're rich and you you're young and you're gonna get out while you're ahead. And that's yeah, why I'm absolutely. alive. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But that was his thing. He's hurt. He didn't just retire because yeah, he's, he's injured. Retiring. He got injured. He was going to be on the injured list all year. Made a decision yeah. that was best for the team. And his team didn't kind of like, or well, the team got it, but his fans somehow, were, oh, you quitter and you're lovely. So you wanted to come see me stand on the sideline all year? You were going to pay money and my salary? Somebody call it in? Yeah. Hello? Hello? We got an angry. Scott. We got an angry. Who is this? Scott, this is this is the wild boy. I'm looking for the madman. This is the madman. Hey, madman. This is wild boy. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, we're doing our podcast right now. We're talking about Andrew Luck. What do you know about oh, him? Oh, he uh, Andrew Andrew Luck probably quit to go to a, a gay bathhouse in Rome. Oh, really? I think that that's what, I think that that's why he retired. He he was looking for some man-on-man action that didn't involve pads if you know what i mean absolutely i i you know more power to him you know if that's if that's how you want to live that's how you want to live i mean he wants to take two a days to a whole new level and and have multiples uh per day if you know what i'm saying <laughs> really that's the way you got to do it though right yeah 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 no pads no pads if you know what i mean <laughs> no pads <laughs> No pads. So, so what else are you talking about? Let, let me get in on the conversation. I, I'm a big time fan of yours. That's why I changed my name to Wild Boy. Uh, you know, because I just wanted to be so much like the Madman. Uh, wild Boy. Absolutely. I'm a Wild Boy. Well, let's see what else we got here. We got a Chick Fil A customer who assaulted a pregnant woman at a drive-through for cutting in front of her in line. I thought that Popeye was supposed to be the big right. Story. I bet that customer. I bet that customer wasn't even homosexual. <laughs> That's. There's no way I to bet, tell you. they weren't. I'll be honest. Based I'm reading this the, article. Based, there's nothing. There's people nothing that about don't that. like straight lines, you never know. Ba- based on based on the fact that they were pregnant, that probably means that they weren't homosexual. That in order to get pregnant, I don't know if you know how this works, but you gotta you gotta stick it in one and oh, slow down, take slow it down. in the other. If you know what I mean. How does this go? No, n- no pads, no pads. No if pads. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, pads. <laughs> no pads. That seems to keep coming up. Oh, man. When I get a girlfriend, I'm going to use all of this stuff. Yeah, this happened in Delaware, Chick-fil-A. Uh, she was uh, some lady cut in front of her in line, Jada Blake. Her name is. Uh, uh, they got into a physical she, yeah, yeah, she came out and, like, uh, punched her in the stomach. Punched like A like, pregnant po- woman yeah, in the, the stomach? In the stomach. Oh, gee, over a chicken sandwich? Yeah. Wow. You I know. Heard... You... Go ahead. You know. 
You know, you know, Delaware is New Jersey's butthole, right? Hey, I'm from Delaware. I was born there. <laughs> it, just because you were born in a butthole we doesn't first mean anything. State, okay. okay, that was the first state, and no pads. <laughs> no pads, if you know what we I mean. We were the first one to go. No pads. Yeah, we were ready. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I'm just saying if if you're gonna if you're gonna do anything to a pregnant bitch, she should have at least brought her inside and pushed her down some stairs. Well, uh, you got to think was all that Scarlett O'Hara stuff. Was that his his wife's mistress though? Maybe she knew her. Maybe it wasn't about cutting in line. Maybe she was like, "Hey, you about to cut off my sugar daddy. I'm coming to get your baby or something." I don't know. People are fucking weird. How you going to beat up a pregnant woman at Chick-fil-A? She probably wants food more than you do. Probably needs food more than you do. Also, I would like to see the weight size of the woman who was upset about this. Because I feel like if she was heavy. Not heavy. No? Not heavy. So this is unnecessary. Yes, it was always unnecessary, no matter how (laughs) big the woman was. I'm just saying where you're like, maybe you could justify it in some way. I don't know, man. Anyway, it's like after the incident, she like stayed in the uh, drive-thru line. Uh, I'm still getting the sandwich. I'm still waiting to get my sandwich. Absolutely. Hey, have you, haven't you ever been in the Chick-fil-A line and wanted to stone cold stun someone? Stun someone? Like with stone cold stunner? Yeah, stone cold stunner. You know, like kick them in the stomach and then throw them to the ground. And, and uh, you it's know, wrestling movie. after you order yourself up. Uh, I guess I haven't been that hungry. After you oil yourself up. <laughs> no, no pads. No pads. No, no pads, pads. Obviously. So that was cool until you tried to oil me up. Hey, wild boy, do you vape? Uh, it depends on what you're talking about. Are you talking about marijuana products, or are you talking about vaping some mango shit? Yeah, like mango shit or creme creme brulee or whatever. No, even though I go to home, I, I'm not a homosexual. I uh, even though I like men. <laughs> he He's got a lot of issues to work was, with. And the answer was still no. So though. no. Yeah, it's just no. Well, which one are you talking about? Well, no on both. Anyway, because uh, Virginia has seen uh, three vaping related illnesses. Oh, for real? Yeah, from health officials. Um, yeah, at least three people in Virginia have suffered lung illness uh, related to vaping. Uh, officials of the Virginia Department of Health have confirmed three cases, noted other potential cases are under investigation. All patients reported va- vaping within weeks to months before they were sickened. Uh, symptoms of this illness have included a gradual onset of cough, shortness of breath, or fatigue that gets worse over a period of days or weeks until a patient has admitted to the hospital. This sounds like smoking. Smoking cigarettes, pretty much. Yeah, that's exactly. I smoke cigarettes. That's exactly. The thing about that that geeks me out, I saw the commercial about what a jewel pack was. Yeah. It's chemicals in the end of a thing. And I'm like, I know there are chemicals in cigarettes, but when I'm smoking it, it doesn't just look like I'm smoking chemicals. I'm yeah. smoking like a cigarette that's why i'm 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 never gonna vape uh, you want me to just smoke the shit that's inside the cigarettes like that's a little bit weird like i've smoked resin before but you know what i mean that's whenever you reach like after what's resin nothing never mind if you've ever smoked I, I, reefer and then there's leftover residue sometimes it's oh, okay. like it looks like tar inside you of that? your bowl I don't know. I mean, you can. Uh, is, I is that how you do the marijuanas? You put it in a bowl and like if you had put a bowl milk on it, and yeah, you just you just have your bowl, and sometimes it leaves residue, and there you eat it like a bowl of cereal, and then you know once you're done eating your cereal, sometimes there's leftover stuff, and then you're like, hey, I'll smoke that too, but I, I it per- is, totally looks like chemicals. I, <laughs> I, I prefer to do all my nicotine consumption rectally. I think that. Uh, <laughs> 
I think that butt chugging vape juice is the way to go. If just, you uh, if you take a funnel and then you dump some vape juice in there, no, no, it's, you, uh, you just throw some dip, you dude. No, get you get the nicotine suppositories. You get some dip and just stick it in, and you can even spit it out your butt like randomly just to have fun. You know, like hey, go to the bathroom every yeah. like thirty minutes. That you doesn't know? make yeah. any sense. There's no saliva that, on your butt. I don't that, know that's how why, it works. That's, that's that's why they name them bandit. <laughs> Because, because you shove them in rectally, bandits. These silly bandits. I, I, I'm not sure, but I think uh, I don't think that's. Correct. I don't know how this guy got our number, but I hey, I'm I'm liking it. No, he's having a great, great. It's because, it's because this, I'm a wild boy, and I just want to be like Madman. Oh wild, wild boy, you're awesome. You want to hear us about some crazy shit? What else we got on the list? Yeah, we uh, talk to me, talk to me. Yeah, Oregon woman is rescued from a septic tank after being trapped in raw sewage for days. Oh. Yeah, a woman in Oregon was rescued last week after she fell into a septic tank and gotten stu- stuck in raw sewage for days. Firefighters pulled the... That sounds, unident- What's that? That sounds like it would happen in Woodbridge. <laughs> it, could happen, it could happen anywhere, bro. Do you want to be saved after falling in a septic tank for three days? Well, hold on. Fighters pulled the unidentified woman. <laughs> Please don't give anybody my name. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Pulled the unidentified woman from the tank on Tuesday, and rescue crews airlifted her to a hospital via helicopter. Hope the fire department said, okay, so I guess they hosed her down at the scene. It's not very specific. Smell like shit, yeah. girl. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. How mad are you I wonder as how the many... doctor? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> What's that? What's that, wild boy? I wonder how many times she was in there for during those three days, and she made dumb jokes like, Ain't this some shit? Ain't this some shit? Yeah. How, oh, I'm in the shit now. How, how long can you go with that? Like, how just to buoy up your spirit, dude? I well, don't even I, know, man. Being it like you got to think about that. Like two days, you're not escaping jail, Shawshank. You know what I mean? You're not, like Shawshank. You, you just, get out, and then you're in the river. You get to wash off. You're free. You just fell in some shit in real life. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I really stepped in it this time. I've never. Yeah, but, there's so many of them. That's why she didn't want those jokes. <laughs> she my, was like, my don't septic, tell my name. She can't my, tell- my septic tank. My septic tank is actually filled with 70% cum. That's amazing. That's impressive, actually. That's a lot of babies. That's a lot of baby making batter. What are we talking about that? What's yeah. At what point does yeah, it become an exception? Somebody would want to punch it in the face if it was in a Chick-fil-A line. Yeah, you never know. Punch it in the belly. A belly punch going Because that chicken sandwich is so damn important. That's gross, though, dude. Really, I can't imagine what that would be like. Also, how did how did that happen? I guess there was an opening in it, and uh, she slipped into the hole. I don't know why she was there. I was going to say, but have you ever seen a septic tank? Like, even when they overflow, it's just like a tube that comes up to the top of the ground. Like, you fell into it. They got an outhouse. That's Oregon, too, though, didn't you say? Yeah. Yeah, they might have outhouses. This happened like 30 minutes, uh, I think, uh, east of uh, Portland. So it's country, country. Yeah, they're out there in the woods. Yeah. Probably an outhouse. So screaming, screaming from a septic tank hell, for days. Hell, bears are coming over. You just smell like shit, so no yeah. animals are even attacking pull, pull me, you. Pull me out of this shit. Yeah, you're hoping that something comes. Like, oh, and they're like, nah, man, you're covered in shit, dude. Rescue workers. You know how long I've been you. putting up with this shit? <laughs> I've been in this shit for three days. It's really pissing the me first, off. <laughs> the first time I ever had sex, I was I was doing it from behind and I smelled poop. So now I can only ejaculate if I smell poop. 
Hey, put one in the chute, always, dude. You know, there's always an extra hole for the finger, you know, I guess. That's uh, very interesting, Wild Boy. Yeah, he's wild, though. You aren't outside, are you, Wild Boy? No, I'm I'm doing drugs in a in a 1999 Ford Ranger. Oh, oh meth? That's the best way. Is it PCP or meth? No, I don't do that. That just makes me stronger. I like to do DMT. Just putting Molly in I also like to do... I like to do a DMT and then see how the world is all connected, especially that this just shows Rogan. how the wild boy is connected to, it, it just shows how wild boy is connected to Madman, and I love it. This is oh, Joe Rogan. Geez. You messing with me, Joe. Joe's on the side. I wish I was Joe Rogan. I'm more of a Seth Rogan. <laughs> I'm more of a Seth Rogan. You know, I'm more of know, a Seth Rogan. It, it just means I'm a fat piece of shit who who uh, who does okay at life, but really, really should fucking not. <laughs> I should be doing this well, and I'm only mediocre. Is just that what you're saying? Random shots at Seth Rogen. Shout that out for just for some reason. We're gonna just anyway bring I, him into the shit yeah, with the bring, lady from Oregon. Yeah, bringing him, bringing it, dragging him into this shit. <laughs> Is that what the rescue workers said? You just, oh, just, I had her drag me into but the that's shit That's what today. I mean. When the firefighters got there and like dra- like pulled her out of the hole, it was like she must have been like, look, I went over all these jokes sitting in there. It's like there's well, no, no joke. Pulled her out of the hole is already yeah. one, too. Oh, when I pulled you out of the hole smelling like shit. And you're like, yeah, I remember when I did that with my finger. Yeah, phrasing. Oh, <laughs> you know. uh, no. I pulled out the hole smelling like shit before. You're like, whoa. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Wow, this uh, <laughs> has gone the other way. What else you got on your list? This podcast has gone way differently than I expected. We got a wild boy on the Yeah, phone. we got wild boy on the I phone. don't know. He started to. Yeah, I, don't I know. can't help that I went over. I, I did. Something popped up on my screen and I just clicked it and this is what happened. I chimed in, so I can't. I'm, I'm at fault also where I'm immature. Where like he's making a lot of sometimes, good jokes. Sometimes I like to. Sometimes I like to gently graze my butthole and then rub it under my nose just to see what it smells like. Just to get you started, you know. Yeah, I understand. More the merrier. I'm whatever. wild. Yeah, whatever you do, <laughs> wild boy. I'm whatever wild. you do, it doesn't matter to me. I don't mind at all. So uh, you want to talk about Dave Chappelle for a little bit? Oh, yes, I would love to. People are pissed about this. Why? I saw it. Why? Why are they mad? Because he went into transgender jokes again, which oh. are fucking funny. Oh, are you talking about like the special? Yeah, he's special? Just made I haven't his... seen it oh, yet. Okay, blah, so... blah, 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 blah. I'm I not defi- going to ruin I, it. I know I'm definitely behind when I'm talking about Dave Chappelle by not having seen this. So I'm going to have to. It only came out yesterday. Yeah, I but know. I'm avid on like. So I definitely want to see it because I've yeah. heard people who care about free speech raving about it. It so. is hilariously done. And it goes like in the first one where he said that, which is what me and my brother were talking about. I'm not going to give nothing away from this special, but it, obviously if you've read something about it, like they're like, Oh, he talks about gay people or something. Yeah. In the first one, he said though, you, it's weird. You can't not like understand that people don't think what you do is weird. Just because it's something you do, you can accept it, which is fine. You want to do weird stuff like the wild boy, you know what I mean? Grazing buttholes and stuff. That's cool. You want to go no pads? That's cool. But, like, yeah. you can't judge me for thinking that shit is weird. Yeah. Like, absolutely. it's just like, you know what I mean? That's not my thing. So it's weird to me. It could be anything, but that specifically. Yeah. But I, I, that's yeah, a little too yeah. meta. It's not really Yeah, but have, have you ever, have you ever sucked a dick while fucking some titties? I don't know no. what you just said, but I do not believe I've ever done that. No. Well, then, then don't knock it till you try it. Transgenderism is 
perfectly fine in America. Ask world champion runner Bruce, Bruce Jenner, a.k.a. Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Don't dead name him. Don't dead name her. They um, they made that joke on on Married with Children years ago, which was super funny that I saw. They kept calling the girl, the you know, the blonde chick that's their neighbor or whatever that's from Married with Children. Have you ever seen it? Uh, yeah, My so parents wouldn't let me watch it. They that. just called, yeah, it was super inappropriate, but they were calling her Bruce Jenner one time. They're like, oh, oh you Bruce Jenner with the thing. And then come 18, 20 years later, he's a woman. Or she, whatever. I don't know. You, anyway, whatever pronoun you like. I was talking about Dave Chappelle, and he's, he uh, hosted this free benefit concert with Stevie Wonder, Chance the Rapper, and more in Dayton, Ohio. Yep. Um, and this is why I love this guy, because he'll do stuff like this. Uh, yeah, so thousands turned out for a benefit hosted by Dave Chappelle that honored the victims of the mass shooting in Ohio. The star-studded uh, Gem City Shine took place in Sunday in Dayton's Oregon District, the historic neighborhood that was marred by a 32-second rampage. You, you know what happened. Yeah. Uh, Stevie Wonder headlined the event, which also featured Chance the Rapper and Talib Kweli. Talib Kweli. Kweli. Talib Kweli. Yes. Yeah. He's Forgive a me. friend of the. He's from the. Uh, if you've seen the Chappelle show, he's like one of the musical guests, but anyway. a friend of his. Uh, yeah. The event was designed to raise the spirits as well as money for the victims and survivors of the shooting. Well, if you know Chappelle, he's from Ohio. He lives yeah, in yeah, Ohio. He, from he lives in a small town still. Yeah. Like, even though he has got a whole bunch of money, he still lives in like a small town yeah. out there. So here's a quote from Chappelle. It says, don't forget what this place is about. Mankind learned how to fly in this city. Don't forget what this place is about. When the rest of the country was all slavery, everybody's free in Ohio. That's a direct quote from <laughs> Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I think Dave. I think Dave. I think Dave Chappelle would have appreciated that, though. Okay. <laughs> Dave, Dave Chappelle walked away for $40 million because he didn't want to dress up like a woman. Hey, listen. Is that, ain't nobody going to be in here dressing up like no women. Is that is that really why he didn't, why he left the Chappelle he show? Said, that is absolutely why. He said, fuck this, I'm not doing this. And then and then they brought in all kinds of people and they were like, come on, Dave, please. He didn't and he want was to like, do no, the, I'm not doing it. He said that and they he was said, getting well, too all, much. They said, well, all the greats have done it, Dave. And he was like, well, fuck that. I'm not doing it. That means it's hack anyway. And they were like, well, then you, you can go ahead. And he was like, fuck this. I'm going to Africa. And he walked away from all that money. I love yeah. that Damn story, him. which is half true and half not. The dress story was about a movie. Uh, the reason they quit Chappelle was that people were giving him specific backlash about the racist jokes that they were making. And he was like, I didn't even write this. He's like, I was in the room with seven other people when this got written. Like, some of the sketches, I don't write myself. So mm -hmm. I'm the face of this. And Aaron's like, oh, you're making fun of Asian people. He's married to an Asian woman. He's making fun of, like, other people. And they're like, oh, my God, you're making fun of gays. And you're making fun of... And you're like, I didn't even write this joke. This is part of the show. And that's a thing. But he definitely did not want to wear a dress in a movie and did not do that role based off of the fact that they told him to. And they came back twice. And, like, Martin Lawrence did it. So-and-so uh, did it. And he's like, I don't give a shit. I don't want to wear a dress. I don't feel it's necessary that I have to yeah, wear I've the dress that, now. I've heard that it's, like, because uh, people are, like, some... Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. Every it's trying to cuckold. Every black man has yeah. worn a dress yeah. in their movies, and they do have a valid point because they there's a yeah. lot. There is a there's lot. A big where list. You, where you're like Martin Lawrence did do it in Big Mama's house. And you're like he did it here. You're like oh Eddie Murphy did it, and you're like oh wow. There's there's a lot, but yeah. Next thing drawing, you know, next thing you know, you're voicing a talking donkey. 
Right. That's what I'm drawing the line, though. At what point, though, do you see those some of the people that are super successful where you're like, where would I draw the line? You know what I mean? You know how much money you made off of Shrek? Right. I'm being a talking donkey if you want me to be a talking donkey. Like, oh, I'm way more artistic I'll than wear, that. Or, I'll wear a dress if it means a couple million. Yeah. We all saw the show I was on last week. Where you I can cuckold me all you want. <laughs> Everybody knows you'd wear a dress, madman, for about 50 bucks. Have you got the. He's have you wrong. seen him on Broadway? Uh, like 11 o'clock after off, the shows. Off Broadway. Off Broadway. Oh, and we're not going to give him specific locations. <laughs> yeah. That was right by where I used to work at, too. So Anyway, we only got like three minutes left. Uh, thank you for calling in there, uh, Wild Boy. We were really uh, unexpected, really unexpected. Thanks thanks for having me, Madman, and, no and whoever the fuck the other guy is. You guys are wonderful. Yeah. I, uh, I, I hope to be in between you guys sometimes. I'm wild. You never know what could happen in the future. No pads. Yeah. But I want to get into no this pads. last story. No pads. Absolutely. Keep, keep it no pads. Have a wonderful evening, boys. Yeah, I'll see you later. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who the hell that was, man. This <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. I love the I'm wild because I'm wild. Anyway, so what's the last story? Last you story. You know, I like to give it ended on a positive note. Um, a girl yeah. apologizes to National Park Service for taking a rock home and sends an adorable letter. Yeah. Oh, the which park is it from? Yeah. Because uh, there is a serious thing about people taking rocks from like this like specific place or something. Was it in Hawaii or something? This was a uh, Great Smoky Mountains. Okay, so, so national yeah, park. Who yeah. cares, dude? Yeah, so who cares exactly? It's not. You know, yeah. you didn't take part of the agro crag home. This ain't. You know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, she wrote a letter to the National Park Service, um, uh, because she reportedly took a rock from the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Um, in expressing her remorse, the girl. Also returned the stolen rock, uh, taken to the park and gave and even gave a donation. On August seventeenth, the NPS shared the tale with a, of the adorable note to their Facebook page, where it has since been liked over 5,200 uh, 5, times and been shared more than seven hundred. That's not a whole lot. Uh, yeah, dear Park Ranger, Deep Creek. This this is her letter. Deep Creek was awesome. I especially like Tom Branch Falls. The youngster named Karina began her letter. I loved it so much. I wanted to have a souvenir to come home with. So I took a rock. I'm sorry. I also, and I want to return it. Also, here's a donation. Um, the heartfelt letter concluded with a postscript to also look on the back where the girl drew a picture of Tom Branch Falls, a waterfall of the expansive park near Swain County, North Carolina. Lucky for Karina, the park rangers were tickled by her sincere, sincere apologies for the petty theft and even wrote back, Dear Karina, thank you so much for returning the rock. It has made its way back to Tom Branch Falls. We are so glad you enjoyed your visit the park officials wrote in their facebook post already you are becoming an amazing steward for the park thank you for recognizing uh that what is in the park should stay in the park even if every visitor took a rock home it would be 11 million rocks would have be gone from the park every Our... shout out to the cop who wrote that letter yeah, longer taking than the time. he disposed of that rock when yeah. he was just like throw that shit outside yep. uh hey can yeah. you open the door real quick all yeah. right um, rock can you write a letter? Yeah, the secretary had to write this, that letter. This is Earth. We're not running out of rock. Who knew that you took the rock? Nobody. Was, nobody could. You were not. just like, oh, my God, I feel so guilty. I yeah. stole a rock. We did a story like last week or two weeks ago where a woman stole a bottle of ketchup and it's the only evil thing she's ever done. And she she wrote the 
wrote the place she stole it from and like dropped off like two bottles, two big bottles of ketchup for them because she felt They're so bad. They're not going to use that. that also- like, yeah, it's like somebody stole ketchup. That never happens. It happens all the time. I will tell you that uh, one joke that I do with girls sometimes when I'm out at restaurants is that if you get it from the table, I'll put something from the table in your purse, like a salt shaker or <laughs> a pepper. So when you leave, like whenever we leave, like what you like, oh, you stole the pepper. You're like you'll find it later, but oh, dope, dude. You stole the rock, and I know yeah. you're at the end of your time. Yeah, here. we're out of time. Um, I definitely want to remind you to go over to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Uh, become a patron so you can get all of our video content. Um, and uh, if you want just little clips that we do from our shows, uh, I have them on my YouTube t- channel. Search for the Madman Lowercase, or just search Shock Monkey Radio. You should be able to find it. Think both uh, of them come up. I yeah, also think. if you go to fxbgpublicradio.com and you go to the Shock Monkey sen- section, there's a link uh, that uh, links to my Teespring store, so you can go get some merch. That had to get like an FXPG Public Radio shirt like this that I'm wearing, and um, yeah, help support us. We re- we'd really appreciate it. Uh, be sure to ta- uh, stay stay tuned for next show coming in at 7:30. Below the, the deck. deck, and he's got some artists on tonight, right? Yeah, Tay the Prince will be on, um, and I got um, Prince and I actually, which weird. I have two people with Prince names, oh, um, but cool. yeah. 7.30, fxbgpublicradio.com. Thank yeah. you, Madman, for having me on the absolutely show, man. On. This, uh, absolutely on. Absolutely. This is Nick from Below the Deck. Thank you for being on the show, filling in for a Hill Hippie. Uh, shout out to um, the Wild Boy for yeah, stopping. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks for uh, calling, Wild Boy. And uh, I'm the Madman, and I love you, and we'll uh, catch you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>